The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. We want to hear from you. Should Andrew Luck enter back into the NFL or should he just stay where he is? Because Washington thinks that he should come back, whether you want to call him the football team, the commanders, whoever it is. And then also Matt Ariza is not guilty. We find this out several months after the scandal about his little rape scandal uh, that went on there and he was punished for. Uh, And then, of course, it's still playoff time, so we've got to talk about the playoffs and what's going on there because we're a little shocked at some of the performances going on in both playoffs right now in the NBA and NHL. And Bronny is going to USC. He's finally made his decision, and we're going to see him playing college basketball at USC. I'm not sure if Lincoln Riley had anything to do with that or not, but we also have some sports betting scandals to talk about because it's kind of been a big issue here recently. We're going to talk about all of this and so much more today on Rising to the Occasion. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rising to the Occasion. We've got a lot to get to, and as always, we're all so excited to do it. But before we do, uh, I guess first, let me go ahead and bring in my co-host for the evening. I've got both Jeremy in studio with me, and then uh, I guess virtually in studio with me, Blake. Blake, how you doing, man? Man, uh, I'm I'm hanging in there. I'm glad to be back. Uh, been been having a, a heck of a week, man. A lot of stuff going on. Uh, me and the wife battling some sickness, uh, but uh, we're hanging in there, man, and I'm ready to talk some sports with you guys. Yeah, I feel like allergies has been kind of kicking in again. It's that changing of the season for us up here, and <laughs> yeah. like it's it's just been like barely bothering me just a little bit. But I've been I've been keeping control of it, making sure to take my vitamins, all that kind of stuff. But Jeremy, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Thankful I haven't been on the allergy bug. It it, it hit me at the beginning of the year, but now I'm slowly getting through it. But Sam Ray talking sports and really excited to see how this playoff picture comes through and then let's see what happens tonight. Yeah, yeah, we're watching Toronto, Florida right now up here in the studio. We've got it going up on the wall um, and so far tied is 0-0, but we're going to talk about that game and much more. But we're going to first, uh, I guess first let's talk about our sponsor. We can't go without mentioning our sponsors because today's sponsor is by Built Bar and Built Bar has been a sponsor of the show for quite some time now. Uh, it's something that I've been using for years. Uh, I've, I've been buying Built Bar because really it's just more of a substitution for candy bars is where I started with it and ever since you know I've been able to kick off sugar for the most part now I really don't even enjoy picking up a cupcake or anything like that or going for the nice big candy bar uh, you know there's there's very few candy bars that really entice me anymore um, where built bar built bar is is it's much healthier it's packed full of protein so if you're going to work out it's an excellent thing to kind of get you back in shape uh and not only that but they taste amazing they they don't have Britton and i have talked about this several times they don't have that uh that gritty 
texture to them that a lot of protein shakes and stuff like that have. So I personally love Built Bar. I think uh, most of us who have, have had Built Bar on the show, I'm not sure if all of us have, but uh, they are an amazing sponsor, an amazing product. You can go to built.com and use code RISING2 for 10% off. Uh, Built Bar is an amazing sponsor and an amazing product. We encourage you to go check them out. Uh, I, I really do enjoy them. They're just a nice little snack to have if you're needing something to pick you up, uh, fill your stomach real quick before hopping on and recording an, ep- an episode of Rising to the Occasion or anything like that. But uh, we encourage you to go check them out. Built.com, Rising2 for 10% off. And guys, they actually sent me something here recently, and I didn't even know that this was coming uh, until it was just at my doorstep. Uh, and so I figured I'd kind of bring it and see what they, they show us or what they sent us. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and open it. Kind of. It's not even Christmas, or you're getting see what presents. We got. Yeah, I mean, they're they're they've been good recently about sending us stuff, and the funny thing is, like, I don't get like any kind of message, like, "Hey, look out for this new package that we sent you" or nothing. But they send us these little kind of brand ambassador packages, and I'll have to make sure to try to show the love to the team and make sure everybody else gets some. But last time, I think it was double chocolate and brownie batter or something like Ooh. that. I forget what it was, but this time it looks like birthday cake all right that kind of sounds good and what's the other one in here man they sent me three birthday cakes Let's see what's this orange one here this one's a little different it looks like we got peanut butter as well all right Ooh. that that one might be like yeah, one of my favorites too so we might have rock is, paper scissors for that this I is a good one but yeah i mean built bar they're amazing they're I think these are even kind of the, some of their smaller bars that they're sending us right now, but they've got some bigger ones packed full, and they've also got little bite-sized ones. You can build your own uh, your own little package. You can go and order the, the flavors they've got. They're constantly adding new flavors. Amazing product. Go check them out, built.com. I'll make sure to send some down to you, Blake, so you can try them too and everything. But Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, it's just an amazing thing. Like I said, I started off just to kind of get off the candy bars, you know, and try to try to get back in shape and stuff like that a few years back. And I, I heard about them, so I was like, sure, I'm going to try them out. Absolutely loved them ever since. But, guys, Andrew Luck, we're going to go ahead and kind of talk about this. I know, Blake, you, you were kind of shocked whenever you heard about it here just a few minutes ago. I was t- talking to you about it. But apparently Washington and the Colts uh, have had a little bit of a dispute recently because <clears throat> the the Colts and, and mainly Jim Ursay uh, is calling out that there was tampering when it comes to Andrew Luck. And for those who haven't heard, I guess Washington back, and I believe this was the 2020 season, if I remember correctly, uh, that Washington reached out to Andrew Luck and trying to see if he was willing to come back. Because if you can if you can recall the last few quarterbacks that Washington has had, I think they've had a new quarterback every season for the last 20 years now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're trying to reach out to, to Andrew Luck, seeing if he'd be willing to come and play for them. And I, I guess there's something to do with the Colts' contract. He still had three years left on his contract with the Colts when he retired. And something to do with that means that basically they have a monopoly on Andrew Luck where nobody else can talk to Andrew Luck until he comes back to finish off that contract or do something with that contract with the Colts. Um, you know, just kind of a, a weird situation. Uh, but, I, I, you know, first I wanted to kind of talk about what's at hand. Uh, you know, is is this tampering or should this be considered tampering? Is this really something that we would we would consider something that, that maybe the Washington, uh, I guess now Washington Commanders, I have to think about what their name is because I feel like that changes every couple of years too. <laughs> but 
you know, Blake, I'll kind of start off with you. Is this something that Washington should be punished for? Because if we if we back up, uh, it was Miami that was kind of in this the latest little tampering uh, kind of scandal that, that we had, and they lost a draft pick uh, and uh, you know other other things kind of on top of that. But should Washington be punished for contacting Andrew Luck, even though he's been out of the league for several years? Nah, man, I, I don't. I don't think they should be punished. Uh, me personally, I don't. I think it's a mute point, honestly, because I don't think Andrew Luck's coming back. I think his NFL career is over. I think he just couldn't. I, I don't think he could deal with the pain anymore, fellas. Yeah. And you know, Washington can reach out all they want to, but. You know, I, I just don't think he's coming back. Now, you know, I can see where the Colts are making it a way bigger deal um, because uh, the last thing you want to see is him possibly do come back and, you know, uh, somehow he does go to Washington and, and you know, you just drafted Anthony Richardson and he doesn't work out and now you're without a quarterback. You've been without a quarterback for a couple years since luck retired i know you had the philip rivers year but that wasn't so hot and you know i i don't know i i, I think it's i just think it's all kind of a, a big fugaze honestly it, it's it's a mute point for real uh, because i just think his career is so far gone yeah yeah and i've i i i think i've heard andrew luck talk on it too where he just kind of simply stated that you know he was really happy to leave football just because you know he had a wife and kids and he said it just became kind of tough on that relationship with them and he was he he, it wasn't like he was hurting financially to be able to step away from the game he's a brilliant guy too and i I mean as much as i would love to see him come back to the league do you think uh do you think andrew should come back to the league jerry would it be cool to see him come back most definitely i mean it's definitely he was a good quarterback in his prime oh yeah i mean yeah great um but on the out on the other port, oh, I can't even talk already. On the other side of things, like I understand why he doesn't want to come back. Like you just mentioned, Josh, he's got a wife, kids, and he just wants to settle down, and enjoy, and spend time with his family and his wife and his kids and everything. But I agree with you, Blake, and that's kind of where I'm standing. Like it's like a mute issue dispute, but like it, it's it's definitely being brought along more than what it really should, like. Yeah. At the end of the day, does like you mentioned, Josh? Did he even say he wanted to come back into the league? Not that I've not that I've seen. Yeah, no. and right. I mean, they obviously reached out to him, and yeah. he's not in the league right now. So yeah, I mean, he's happy, obviously, before he's at with his wife and his kids. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I I totally agree. I mean, I I would you know, like I said, as much as I would love to see Andrew come back in the league, because like you said, Blake, you know, with with Andrew Luck, he was he's probably tired of taking all the hurt. He was a guy that took hits like no other quarterback, and the the way that he would take them, uh, we've talked about this, you know, at least Britton and I, uh, and how it was just so fun to watch Andrew Luck the way that he'd get hit, and you'd see him mic'd up, get back up, and be like, good hit. And just demoralize guys yep. that way, you know. Yep. And just, I think he loved the the contact a lot in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But it got to the point where I don't think he wants to come back to that anymore. You know, he's just his body probably feels amazing being able to just not have to worry about that every day now and uh, at least every week. Playing football but, with the kids in the backyard, <laughs> not having a two hundred and sixty pound rusher coming at you. That feel good to me. Yeah. yeah. And 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 once you keep having to go under the knife 
constantly, fellas, I, it gets a little old. And, yeah. you know, you wake up and your back's hurting every day. And, you know, because let's be honest, the, the Colts had the worst offensive line in the league when he was there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not like he was getting much protection. He wasn't getting a whole lot of help. Uh, and, and, you know, I don't, I don't think he's coming back. I don't think it's ever really crossed his mind to come back. I was watching uh, – I, I kind of scrolled across something on YouTube not too long ago, and I think he was uh, – I think he was at like a Stanford basketball game or something, and they asked him, like, how did he enjoy retirement? And he was like, I absolutely love it. Uh, he was like, I'm pain-free. And – he was like, every day is just a blessing, you know. So that's why I just kind of think, uh, you know, let Washington do what they want to do. It's not going to happen. Uh, and, you know, I guess move on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I don't think this is worth anything. Kind of like you said, I mean, it's, it's he, he's probably not wanting to come back to the league. Uh, he didn't come back mm-hmm. to the league. They didn't sign him, you know, and, and – what is considered tampering, you know, because to me, like reaching out to the guy, like, I don't know exactly what was, what was happening in that conversation with Andrew Luck, reaching out to the guy and seeing if he wants to join the league again. I mean, maybe they're saying, Hey, Andrew, are you interested in coming back to the league? And he says, yeah. And then they go and say, okay, cool. You know, and stop it there. And then their intentions were to go to back to the Colts and say, Hey, you guys bring Andrew back to the league and we'll give you X, Y, and Z. I don't know what the situation was, but if that's the situation, mm-hmm. then what what is tampering about that situation? But yeah. uh, it, it really kind of seems like, I, I think you mentioned this a minute, minute ago, Blake, is that it just seems like the Colts are trying to make something more of it than it really is. But, yep. uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, and I think all, all three of us probably agree, it would be great to see Andrew come back in the league. I think he's one of the greatest that we'll never see the end to his career, uh, kind of like up there with Luke Keekley and seeing what happened with him. Uh, you know, and just there's there's so many guys that you don't even get to see their full career. At least it doesn't feel like that inside. And he's one of them, man. I mean, he's one of them that I loved watching him play at Stanford. I loved watching him whenever he came over to the Colts and seeing what he could do there. I hated the exit that he had, the way that he was kind of getting booed out of the stadium. You know that that sucks. That sucks for him. To me, it's just like disrespectful just to boo somebody out of their own stadium. Yeah, yeah, they're you know be booing them out. <laughs> Even look at the Chicago Bears. I mean, what's his name? The the field goal, then he missed it. Then obviously you probably everyone's probably yeah, seen Cody him Parkey. running out. Yeah, Parky. Yeah, then getting booed out in the tunnel, man. That's just it's just wrong to me. I, I'll give a, I'll give a slide on Cody Parkey. That was just pathetic. But uh, yeah. Andrew Luck, though, man, no, no, no. I I I hate that for anybody who has to get booed out of their own stadium like yeah. that. But mm. you know, you know, kind of kind of similar with with Andrew Luck in that situation. Of course, that's kind of an unlucky situation there for the for the Commanders, kind of be stuck in this where they might be punished now because of this. I don't know what's going to come about from it. Uh, I think we can all agree that it really just needs to be dropped. Who cares? Just mm-hmm. make that clear now that it's not allowed to, to happen. But another unlucky situation with Matt Ariza. Uh, I believe that's how you say his name. That's how I've always known, but I've been hearing all kinds of pronunciations. Yeah. Matt Ariza, Ariza, I don't know. But I'm going to say Matt Ariza because that sounds right to me. But for those who can, who can remember, just a few months back yeah matt ariza he's a former bills punter he 
punted for the Bills. I mean, he was on their team, on their squad, and this scandal from back at, uh, let's see, it was San Diego State that he played for, and a scandal (laughs) popped up that some girl was accusing him of, uh, you know, of of sexually harassing her and, and, you know, sexually abusing her. And immediately, once that story came out, he was released from the Bills, uh, and you know, at the time, you can sort of sympathize with the Bills and kind of understand what they're going through and, and what what their decisions are at this time, especially from a PR standpoint. But now it comes out that apparently we're just now getting to video evidence that proves that Matariza was never even there during this event that it, that had happened and this this assault. Uh, you know that that she's accusing him of and so you know and there was also eyewitnesses that came forward saying that he wasn't there at that time he was at the party but he was not there and so therefore found not guilty uh and you know all all three of us we can kind of come up here and say how disgusting this is for for us because we're guys you know and and we can think of uh, you know what what would happen to us if we were put in that position where something were to happen Mm. uh where where some girl were to make these accusations and hurt our career um but you know at a higher level and and seeing where he's at and how difficult it is to be put you're you're not in a position where you can have third fourth string punters in the nfl there's really only one maybe two punters max uh and and really on on that that list there's just another kicker that can step in and do your job but it's not like there's a lot of depth at that. And so it, it sucks for the for him being released from the Bills, but it's not as easy to just discredit what the Bills did at the same time. But, uh, Blake, kind of give me your thoughts on it. You know, like what what is, is going on there with Matt Ariza and his kind of situation he's been put in here? All right, fellas. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I had to take a deep breath on, on this one and, and clear the throat, man, because uh, – Whatever happened to uh, innocent until proven guilty? Yeah. Yes. And this will never leave his name. Even though he was found innocent, it, it never clears. All right? No. Never. And he lost his he lost his job because of this. He lost his spot in the National Football League that he worked so dang hard for his entire life through high school, college, as a kid, just the work and the effort that he put in to get to that point. I think if you make accusations on some on someone like that and it turns out that you lied, you should have to face that jail term. I mean, I, that's I, the I only like way. That. I mean, I, and and it, it, it does. It I don't know because the, the the water is not so clear on these situations because it's a lot harder mm-hmm. to prove that somebody lied. Mm-hmm. Um, where maybe she was lied to, uh, you know, and, and I don't I yeah. don't know, and I don't know how you get to the bottom of that, but I, I do agree with you. I think there has to be. Some, some sort of punishment to stop uh, and it's not just women I, I know that this usually comes out where yeah. it's the male is the the offender but it's not just women but where 
the 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 liar needs to be punished to say that's not okay either because a lot of times this is what it does yeah. come down to mm-hmm. is that you know they are after his money now that he's in the nfl now this comes out um yeah i mean i, I totally agree with you i mean he he was pretty new in the mm-hmm. nfl too so i mean i i've heard the argument that well they didn't have that good of a relationship with him to know if they could trust his word for it i don't really care um and, i mean jeremy personally i feel like in these situations I feel like we need to sit back, wait for, you know, a, a verdict and to, to see that he was guilty yeah. and then cut him from the team. Yeah. Maybe maybe take back on, on his roles, punish him, uh, you know, slightly in, in, within the roles or something like that. But, I mean, if you, you, I feel like from the Bills' standpoint, personally, I feel like you have to wait until he's proven guilty in order to cut him from the team. Exactly. I mean, Blake, you said the best innocent until proven guilty. I mean, she was a 17-year-old girl at a, at a I think it was a Halloween party. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think so. Um, of course, obviously, there was drinking involved, but I mean, I know everyone's going to drink. I shouldn't say everybody, but a good chunk of people will per- probably drink as a minor. But, like, yeah, it just... It flabbergasts me just because, like, hearing the story and supposedly her losing her phone, then obviously everyone's seen the video of, like, all the bruisings and this and that, but the Buffalo Bills didn't even know about the story until slightly after the fact that he was already drafted. Like, well, I feel like they didn't really know the whole story yeah, exactly. until after they'd already cut him. Yeah, and that's what I was getting to. They didn't know the whole story until they cut him, and I mean... It it just hurts. I mean, like, we've all played football before, and like you mentioned, Blake, this is what we fight for. If we want to set a goal on a career for what we want to play in the NFL, you have to put everything, blood, sweat, and tears, whether it's in the mm-hmm. film study or in the weight room or, or whatever the situation be. But, I mean, this is your – for some people, this is their life. And – all that they put forward into is like they eat, sleep, breathe on what they want to think about and do. And it's hard for, for obviously, of course, the Bills organization and for um, Ariza, of course. But I mean, it's just, it's just baffling just because in my opinion, I know obviously what's, what's happened has happened. Nothing can change that, but it's, well, and you know, I because you br- you bring up a good point. I think most people, when they're going to those parties and stuff like that, because this is, from my understanding, I think this was kind of a college party that you know some Something. younger people were yeah. able to come into. And she was seventeen. Yeah, and so I mean, I, I get it. You know, I've I've been to similar parties, um, but I think most people can't kind of give you guys advice without having put themselves into a bad situation. And uh, mm-hmm. this this isn't kind of a holy art thou kind of situation at all but i'm gonna i'm gonna speak from my past experience and to you young uh i i know i i look young i look like i'm i should still be maybe trying to get into college um but you know i'm I'm, you know i'm 20 yeah the calder lab is what's what's doing it for me but uh you know i'm i'm 25 going on 26 uh in high school uh i was i was an athlete uh, and even going into to college, you know, I wasn't an athlete for a college, but I was still an athlete kind of outside and, and some of the smaller leagues within the colleges and stuff like that. And even doing kind of small, uh, you know, rec leagues and stuff like that, where I was still in those situations and being invited to, you know, and, and during college, stuff like that, being invited to parties. Uh, when I was young, 
it was very tempting for me to go through with those and go to those parties and, you know, start to drink and all this. But uh, I, I wasn't one of those that that did any of the drinking or anything like that. And it and I, I can tell you from my experience, it's tough, but do the right thing. And especially for guys like Matt, you know, Matt, don't put yourself in that situation, which it sounds like he didn't just just leave the party when it starts to get out of hand. And that's what I had to do. And it mm -hmm. sucked. You know, and, and I'm not going to lie to you and pretend like, oh, it was so easy. You can do it just like I did. It sucked. You know, it, it was so hard to leave the parties because I know that my friends are going to kind of look at me and kind of laugh at me. And they did, uh, you know, and, and mm -hmm. being being a part of the part of those those squads and stuff like that. You want to build those relationships. You're a team. You do everything together. You I mean, I'm, I'm going to get a little graphic. So plug your plug your your young children's ears. But you even shower together. You're naked in front of those guys, dude. Like you want to do everything together. And so to, to leave those parties, let, let this situation kind of be an example, because I think from the sounds of it, Matt did the right thing. So do the right thing and just get yourself out of those situations. Hopefully you're not, you're not bring brought into this situation, you know, but uh, you know, it is tough, but I guess that's kind of a, a learning, a learning point for, for some of us who are still younger and maybe still being put in those situations. But uh, I mean, 100%, Josh. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, it, it sucks. And like I said, I think that going forward, I think the NFL needs to kind of see these situations and learn from this as well. Let's let's not be cutting guys and, and taking their salary away when we don't know what's gone on, what, what, what went on. Yeah. Take their word for it because they're they're not guilty until they are proven guilty. Uh, and I think that, you know, that doesn't need to be just in the legal system. I think that needs to be really everywhere everything yeah yeah and guys look real quick uh, this isn't like a a henry rugg situation okay yeah. where we yeah. had proof that you were driving 157 miles an hour and you rear-ended a 22 year old female and you took her life okay or like yes Aaron, you deserve Aaron hernandez is, is arrested yes. and everything and has to go through trials yes. no that's a little different <laughs> yes that that is um in, in my opinion, you yeah. know, uh, you know, th there's there's proof that Henry Ruggs deserved to be uh, cut. And from the sound of the story, man, like, you know, the Bills didn't even know what was going on and, and you didn't have any proof or anything. And you yeah, just, just you know, I know you're going through a playoff hunt and you don't or your 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 team's you know supposedly one of the best in the nfl and you don't want the pr on you so you just uh, you pull the plug on it um, yeah and and, and then can, you find this out and you ruin his ruin his career yeah and i can understand for the bills because let's say you didn't cut him and this went the other way man that's gonna, gonna look really bad on you, you. Yeah. but we have to understand as you know, for the NFL, they have to understand, and for each NFL team, they have to understand this: that you you didn't you didn't know the outcome, you didn't know what could, what actually happened. So, what you know, we have to understand as a community, as as the people on the outside, that he's a human being too. You know, if if he was at just a regular nine to five job in an office, he shouldn't have been fired from there for allegations that may or may not be true. Uh, and the same goes for the NFL, just because he's on a bigger stage. Uh, and like you said, Blake, just because they don't want to have to go through this PR and all this doesn't mean this man should lose his job. So yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. I feel like 
uh, I'm, I'm really happy for Matt that this all came out, that he uh, didn't get accused for something that he didn't do. Uh, and, you know, congrats to him. And hopefully an NFL team, uh, you know, whether it be the Bills or whoever, hopefully the Bills can make it right to him. Um, but, who, you know, whatever the case may be, he was in such a small percentile of human beings on this earth. Mm -hmm. uh, to be able to make it in the position that he was able to make it to. So I hope he gets that chance again, uh, if he wants it. If he doesn't want it, then I, I hope he's able to make something great uh, for himself. And hopefully he's able to to kind of, man, I don't know how you reimburse a guy for being put through the mud like this. Um, but guys, let's kind of take it off of maybe a, a lower subject and kind of bring ourselves up to a happier subject and uh, you know talk about some playoffs uh, because the playoffs have been a lot of fun. Uh, between the NHL playoffs and the NBA playoffs, man, I don't know what to be, what to be watching because you know we've got all this, uh, you know, and, and we also need to talk about some MLB action that's been going on and some college baseball. Uh, I guess let's go ahead and give your your Auburn Tigers a little bit of shout out real quick before we jump into the playoffs, Blake, because I mean they were able to pull it off against LSU and starting to look good and starting to look like maybe a glimmer of hope to make it to Omaha, huh? Whoo, man, uh, Josh, <laughs> I appreciate the shout out, man. Uh, you know, we took down number one LSU for their first series loss. And this team, man, three weeks ago, they were fighting for their NCAA tournament lives, right? Last year, you make it to Omaha. You've made it to Omaha twice in the past three full seasons. Uh, and, you know, the expectation coming into the year is now as a fan base you expect to make it to nebraska every single year mm -hmm. and there's going to be heat when you're not playing up to expectations like your fan base was expecting and you know d1 baseball of america they come out and say look you know auburn's on the cut line we, we really don't think they're going to get in but they got to win the mississippi state series and auburn comes out and takes two out of three then you get south carolina at the time they were the number three team in the nation the number one rpi team in the nation they go to columbia south carolina take two or three from them and then you get lsu the almighty lsu this team was deemed as possibly the greatest college baseball team of all time coming into the year that's bold in my opinion because lsu is to me the greatest college baseball program in the country uh in my opinion that's just me um well, i think and, that's pretty factual i mean yeah, i think I mean, that's statistically pretty accurate <laughs> literally looking yeah at man they uh yeah they eat sleep and breathe baseball in the state of louisiana uh so um you know we, we weren't we weren't expecting to win the series until butch our head coach uh released the pitching rotation and he kind of threw what was supposed to be our Friday night guy all year long who has been really struggling and he had fallen out of the rotation and he had really fallen uh, out of the the bullpen to be honest the only time he was getting any uh, any calls to the to the mound was you know if it was a blowout and we just you know needed an arm in there and Butch gives him a go Friday night because he says hey 
Paul Skeens, who's the best pitcher in America, uh, we're just going to kind of wash this game and hopefully, hopefully also can give us a quality start. And if we win it, we win it. If we lose, hopefully we save some arms, right? And Chase did that. Uh, Chase went four innings. Um, he, he, you know, he, he hit the lead off Dugas and then he gave up a bomb. Uh, to Trey Morgan, and we fell down two to nothing early. Uh, and then Paul Skeens, I think he went a seven and a third uh, on 109 pitches and K'd 15. Okay, so uh, yeah, uh, it was a dominant performance. I put up a YouTube short on the on my YouTube page uh, asking if anybody has seen uh, a better college baseball pitcher in their lifetime because I have not. He is the best college baseball pitcher I've seen. But the Auburn Tigers bounce back Saturday. Their ace, instead of throwing Friday against Skeens, Butch moved him to Saturday. And our number two guy, Christian Herberholtz, moved him to Sunday. And the Auburn Tigers, man, they just come out. They hit. Uh, we didn't walk people. We didn't give freebies. We didn't hit batters. We didn't make errors. We played some of the best baseball that I've seen out of the Auburn Tigers uh, all year, man. It, it was a complete dominant series. And this series win has moved you – I believe Auburn is in uh, the Connecticut, uh, the Connecticut uh, Regional right now as a three seed but could possibly move up to the two seed line. So uh, you got to beat Ole Miss and you got to beat Missouri to close out uh, the year in SEC play. And if you sweep both of those, I think you could possibly host. Uh, so having having one of those top sixteen uh, regional seeds and having you know another year of hosting uh, at Plainsman Park would be absolutely huge. So uh, I'm I'm damn proud of that baseball team, fellas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's awesome. And uh, you know, I I brought this up. I think it was uh, last show we were talking about Oklahoma softball's uh, yeah. 41 game win streak right now. Uh, and you know how I, I want I want everybody to kind of call me out and for for those who who listen most of the time I'm the one that kind of puts the show notes together you know I'm the one that kind of gets the the topics together unless the guys kind of say hey let's talk about this uh, and so you know like like I said I, I want to be I, I want to be held accountable so if I'm not giving a shout out to you know South Carolina basketball the women's basketball like we did for their huge uh, win streak and giving a shout out there you know wherever it is you know I'm I'm, I'm always gonna give give uh, whatever team is is pulling off that that surprising you know upset or that team that's going on a win streak or something like that that needs to be mentioned so yeah of course we got to got to throw in a little bit of auburn baseball even though it wasn't in the plan we still got to give them a little shout out make sure that they get get some love some down love. there yeah i gotta gotta show those boys down in alabama some love so uh you know Appreciate that, plus we got to root mm-hmm. for for auburn to make it to omaha that way we can finally link up together and go go hit the course and you know go you know hit the links a little bit and play a, play around a golf or two. So, yeah, man, that would be so much fun. I hopefully they can pull it off. They just uh, they got to stay hot on the on the on the on the mound, man. You got to throw strikes, and uh, because when they throw strikes, uh, they they have a top ten lineup in the country. And yeah. if you haven't watched an, an Auburn baseball game this year, tune in because these guys can rake. All right, and if you want to see a team that can hit the baseball, 
watch the Auburn Tigers. Well, and because of you, I have actually, you know, yeah. I've been kind of tuning into them and kind of checking <laughs> them out, but you know, that's, that's kind of my SEC team this year. And then of course, Oklahoma over in the, in the big 12, I've been kind of, Britain's been watching uh, Nebraska baseball. So I've been trying to catch some of that with him, you know, like whenever he's talking about it, you know, he'll, he'll say, I'm watching them. So I'll flip it on real quick, stuff like that. Kind of yeah. check out my different, my different uh, teams. I don't know. I'm, I kind of like Florida State, but I th- in, in the ACC. But uh, so far, I feel like I've been kind of leaning North Carolina over there. Uh, that's that's kind of the team I like in the ACC. But uh, yeah, I kind of I kind of pick a pick a conference team, you know, for each conference, kind of ride with them. But watch Wake Forest, Josh. Wake Forest. I was going to yeah. mention Wake I like, Forest. I like Wake. Watch, watch. Yeah, yeah. The, They're kind they, of they got the nickname too. Wake Forest. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. But boys, I mean, it just now puck drop for second period in, in the Toronto uh, Maple Leafs versus the Florida Panthers. So let's go ahead and talk about the NHL playoffs real quick. We'll start off with this game since it's going on. Blake, can the Panthers pull off what would be the craziest second round sweep? Uh, probably, ever. probably ever. I mean, it, it, or or can Toronto be the first team to ever do back to back three to zero comebacks and win a series? Nah, man, this series is over. Uh, Toronto just, they haven't showed up, man. Uh, I mean, I really don't know. I mean, you've, at every point in this series, when you're, when you look at it, you're like, okay, Toronto, uh, this is the team that we were expecting. And then Florida just, the Panthers, they just, they just snatch it right out from underneath them. I mean, you haven't showed up, not once. Uh, it, it, it looks like, I'll say this: uh, it it looks like you can't you can't trust a, a Canadian team, all right? <laughs> wow! Because they're not going to get it done. Yeah, and they're not coming back. If even if they do win tonight, fellas, even if they do win tonight, uh, they're still going to have to win three more games, and I just. Uh, that's that's not gonna happen. I, I think they're dead in the water tonight. Actually, so I like it. You yeah, just I mean, haven't showed up. I'm, I'm rooting for Florida right now just because. Yeah, I mean they're they're that team that shouldn't have ever been there. Uh, and I mean honestly, mm-hmm. draw the comparison between uh, between uh, the 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 Panthers and Miami right now when you go to the NBA <laughs> and over to the NHL. That yeah. like that is perfect comparison for the two teams because. Florida had to fight, and you know I've I've talked about this already, so I'm not going to beat a dead horse. But they had to claw their way into the playoffs. Uh, Miami, they yep. had to do a play-in tournament, two games to be able to get into the playoffs. They were basically the bottom feeder. They're not allowed to to, to do anything, but they make their way in, and now they're doing what they did, you know. And uh, and Florida the same way, able to beat the you know quote unquote greatest team in, in NHL history to make it into the second round, and now they're on the brink of a sweep. Yeah. And do, do, do y'all remember last year? All right. Yeah. The Panthers were the one seed last yeah. year, and they got bounced. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. And now this year, they're fighting for their lives, and they're looking to sweep the Maple Leafs, man. Yeah, I mean, I, mean uh, I just never saw that coming. But no. 
I don't think anybody did. did. That's how crazy the NHL is. Yeah, I mean, and we've talked, we talked about it several times, how deep both these leagues are this year and just how crazy it is. But, you know, it it would be crazy. Like I said, I might have worded that wrong, but Toronto was the last team to ever come back from a 3-0 deficit in in a series to win it. And I think that was back in like 43 or something like that. It's been a long time since that's happened. And I think four teams... Uh, have have ever done it in the history of the NHL, but is Toronto able to make that comeback? Are they able to maybe kind of get this close as it looks like Toronto just scored on a power play? Um, Are are they able to make it close and kind of make this competitive, or is Florida just that good? Florida's just that stinking good. I mean, like you just mentioned, they just scored a power play here, but I mean, you look at it and you watch Toronto just on a regular five-on-five, okay? Their puck handling, if they get it, just looks so sloppy their play IQ just doesn't look right, and you get these simple passes that you think just go tape to tape. They're not even going tape to tape. They're ma- they're barely making it five feet in front of them from crying out loud. And I know I've played hockey, and then it's, that was so it's, unlucky. It's it's not easy. I'm not. I'm gonna put that right out there. Hockey is not an easy sport to play. So I'm kind of breaking this down live, but. Honestly, the referee should be fired for this. It bounces off the referee's skate, perfect pass out in front of the net, and Nylander scores. Maybe, so. they're, maybe they're trying to pay off, maybe to make it a little more The NHL is rigged. They're trying to get more ratings. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, but, like, looking at, like I mentioned, Toronto, they just haven't looked right from game one. No. Like, in my honest opinion, Florida is definitely my favorite to win the Stanley Cup for this year for their uh, – just even overall their puck handling skills, just how hard they've been skating, just even their reputation. And like you mentioned, Blake, they were number one last year, and then they got kicked the can. Then now, take it for granted they didn't win it. They're trying to run it back, and they're trying to honestly win this whole thing. But overall, Florida's the Florida Panthers have honestly been scratching the leaf, and the leaf's about to crumble here in a minute, in my opinion. Well, and I think this has been the most aggressive NHL playoffs that I have ever witnessed. As far as just every team just looks like they are going for the throat. You know, they're they're sitting there just you know, we've seen injuries and oh, guys man. come back in. We've seen we've seen a guy get his face slashed off with an ice skate and came back in. You know, it's just mm-hmm. the, the the heart and, and the grit that is going into this playoffs. And then is look insane. at Dallas. The guy just took a puck to the face. Bam, yeah, took, yeah. Took a bubble. Put me in, coach. Let's yeah, go win uh, this thing. Pavelski, you know, he he goes down Lights with out. a hard hit, comes back and has a hat trick plus one. You know, just yeah. you know, crazy. This this has to be the most exciting NHL playoffs I've ever witnessed. Mm-hmm. Um, did, did you have some? I didn't want to cut you off there, Blake. No, you're good. I wasn't going to interrupt you, Josh. Uh, but man, I just <laughs> Carolina. You know, yes. I know we're talking man. about Florida. But I mean, they look dominant, man. And they I know good I, too before I, coming in to the playoffs. But well, even you've heard NHL. And I, and, Go ahead, Blake. No, I was just gonna say I was I was on the Devils, you know, pretty high. Yes. Uh, and yeah. especially once they got past the Rangers, I was like, okay, like here we go. But dude, <laughs> Carolina, I mean, they've been steamrolling them. Mm-hmm. I, it, it it's just the Devils haven't played great defensively, uh, and and Carolina's just making them pay, man. It, yeah, it's yeah. it's been fun to watch. I don't know how fun it's been watching Carolina steamroll <laughs> New Jersey here. It kind of hurts <laughs> a little bit, but I mean, like you said, Blake, you said it the best. They've just been absolutely steamrolling. This isn't like 
two to one or three to two games. They were talking like six to well, one, five, or, five to one, six to one, eight to four, New Jersey, and then, then six, six to, to one. one. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's been steamrolling one way or the other, and it's really just been leaning on on the Carolina side. Word for the wise, everybody, pick the over. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Literally, like I think that that one has been at a five and a half over on most sports books too. How did you not too. pick the over? Oh, I did. Uh, you know, I I did. I mean, yeah. I, I, like I said, you'd be stupid not to yeah, pick the yeah, over. Yeah, like I said, we'll, we'll bring up Brother in a minute, but you know, it's yeah. I mean, I I've been finding the suckers on on there for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's it's been a fun series. Uh, Carolina, an, another one. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be really tough because let's see, they're both in the East, so yep. it'd be the, those two going against each other if Carolina and Florida sure. do end up coming out of it. So I mean that'll be a fun series, man. That'll be a really fun series to watch those two two, really two southern teams. southern teams too. Fast pace, good strong IQ, heavy D, great forwards, yeah. strong goaltenders. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, it'll be really fun. Let's jump over to the other game that's tonight, uh, and it's gonna be between Edmonton and the Vegas uh, Vegas Golden Knights. I almost said Vegas Kings, but the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, you know, it's, this has been another series that's been that's been really interesting because. The Oilers kind of start off slow in game one mm-hmm. uh, and just couldn't do anything other than dry sidle putting up four. Uh, you know, and then game two, it seems like uh, between Leon dry and Connor McDavid, which I think has got to be one of the best duos. Uh, man, I, I don't know. Easily top five. Best, best duo since the, the Splash Brothers back in 2015 or whatever it was. So, I mean, just, man, uh, that, that duo showed up in game two game three just seemed like it was a, a hard-fought game the golden knights just just kept control uh, and that they did what i've been talking about them doing all season long but i i don't know i'm not counting the oilers out because when when they're on a a power play they are the scariest power play unit in the league because you know for 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 those who don't really know the game of hockey you basically have one single setup that you do uh, for a power play, and it's basically just trying to get a man down, maybe behind the net uh, to kind of swing around back and forth. You basically have two guys on either side of the net, uh, kind of kind of more or less to the two guys in the back, but he, they're going to kind of rotate back and forth. Yeah, and then you've got one guy that's going to be sliding across the net trying to get open. And they do something totally different because they're constantly circulating where you don't know where, first of all, you you want to know where Dreisaitl or Connor McDavid is at at all times, but you don't know where they're at because of the way that they constantly circulate and switch positions, and they're in odd positions, you know. Because I watch them on power play, you know, on, on these power plays, and they're just killer. Uh, but the the Golden Knights have been doing really good. They've been playing clean hockey, uh, keeping everything in front of them, cl- plugging the lanes like like they, they've been doing all season long, and getting down and scoring. A crazy amount of, of points uh you know so i mean they've been been doing great uh but i'll kind of kick it over to you jeremy i mean just talking about that series so far even on even on their shorthanded game is scary because like you've mentioned Connor mcdavid his speed is he'll burn you the crap out of you yeah like look if there's one person you do not want to get in a foot race with is Connor mcdavid like i can't remember exactly who the defenseman was for um for the vegas golden knights he made one mistake and then the next thing you know, it Connor McDavid is in a foot race, and you could probably guess who's going to win. And his then, puck handling skills, yeah, unbelievable. Between Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews, easily within the top ten and the best stick handling in the entire league. Yeah, but like like I mentioned, have one simple mistake, 
Connor McDavid runs down the other end, puts it in the back of the net. Uh, what's the series between that right now? What's two one for the Vegas for the Golden Vegas. Knights? Okay, then. Um, I mean, do you do you think the Oilers come back out uh, and and they they maybe tie it up tonight and end up taking this series in six? I think it. it I, I have two. I have two ways I think of it. If if it comes down to crunch time where it's game seven, I think Vegas can pull it off. But if it comes down to a short game, and if you keep in a, getting into penalty troubles for the Vegas Golden Knights perspective, don't get me wrong, they have a great penalty kill. They do, but like, but I don't know how you're going to defend the Oilers. Exactly, that's what I'm getting to. If you, if you're going to have to keep getting into this penalty trouble, how the heck are you going to keep? like you mentioned, on Ryan Nutra Hopkins and Connor McDavid. Between the constant cycling and communication, these little trick plays that no lookers or Michigan's behind the net or just a simple flip over the net then just have the centerman just standing right in front of the net just swat it in. Yeah. I mean, this is the little things that make hockey so fun, especially even the playoffs right now. It You can't ask for more. I mean, it's just See, all I'm, around I'm, fun. I'm kind of the opposite. I've I've been picking, you know, since this started, this this series started, I've been picking uh, the Golden Knights in six, or if it gets pushed to seven, I'm picking the Oilers. But Blake, do you think the Oilers are able to, to pull out and, and and do something here? Man, there's no way you can have Austin Matthews going home. All right, and then you turn around and you have to watch Connor go home. All right, yeah, it it uh, they're both good golf players. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want them playing golf right now. You know? Yeah, Matthew's been uh, playing a little too much golf instead yeah. of playing hockey, huh? Yeah, yeah, he uh, <laughs> taking a little vacation. He's he's in yeah he's in trouble. But uh, man, I want the Oilers. I want the Oilers to win this series. And and, and you know, if they win tonight, I think they win the series. I agree. If they yeah. win tonight. Um, if they it's lose tough. tonight, they're dead. Yeah, it's right. tough to come down, you know, come from come up from being down three yeah. to one. At least you're not being like a Toronto Maple Leafs fan and chanting, "We want Florida." Them getting swept right here. Well, so I, I mentioned this earlier. <laughs> I have to ask you guys this: If Toronto does lose tonight and they get swept, does it even count as a first round win? Ooh. Yeah, but you underachieved. I feel like you. I feel, I feel like it doesn't. It doesn't even count. You can't even say, "Oh, we got past the first round." No, you can't. You can't celebrate that. You got swept by the, no, the you least can't, likely. You, you can't. You can't celebrate it. But no, it's you, not even a you win. Did no. get past? You underachieved. Okay, so <laughs> so here here's here's my thing is is you remember how they asked Giannis? All right, uh, what was this season a failure? And he was like, "No, it's not a fake. No, dog, your season was a failure." Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you were the failure. you were the one seed. All right, and and don't give me the if you're the if you're the Leafs, and and you even if you just lose the series, it was a failure. All right, because a lot of people were just go ahead and they were penciling you in. All right, mm-hmm. and you pulled this on me, like. No, it's a failure, and and I'm with you, Josh. I wouldn't celebrate it. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, they got past the first round, but you you bombed the test. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I say we just remove them their name from the NHL playoffs this year altogether. 
That's where I stand. <laughs> um, if they if they get swept in the second round, you didn't even make it to the playoffs in my book. Yeah. You know, so I mean, just you and Florida, you and you and Tampa were just just playing. You know, an exhibition <laughs> series. That's all I'm considering that man, that to be. Man. You know, because I think I think the Lightning don't even deserve to have their names written on it if if they end up losing to the Toronto who does this to the Panthers. Um, but mm. no, I, 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 it was just something I got to think about that. And it was just so funny to me to think like you celebrated so hard to get past the first round for the first time. You really just and doing the however long dirty, huh? Uh, you know, you get past the first round and uh, I forget how long now it's been 19, 20 years, 20 years. 19 years, 19 to 20 years. Yeah. Time, so, right? I mean, you, it took you that long to get past the first round and you were on this curse and you celebrate it so hard that you get swept. Hey, baby now, steps here. You if, gotta go if you, so if you far. win two straight then i can i can give it to you good job we're moving on but on the back but see you later (laughs) let's go ahead and move on because the stars put the kraken back in the cage they were not having it uh and maybe the kraken just accidentally released that little troll fairy uh, of a of a mascot instead of the actual kraken but the other night the kraken just couldn't get anything going i will give it to the kraken a little bit i feel like grubauer kind of got kind of got cheaped out on at least one of the goals there there was another one that was kind of questionable but the one goal i don't know it was just it was just a hard situation for him because he did get hit but he was outside of the blue box and before that though is what i was looking at i feel like the defender hit his skate and altered his path, and that's what ultimately ended up. But you still lost six to three, uh, so that was last night, <laughs> Tuesday. So last night, uh, so you know the Kraken, uh, that that series is now tied two to two. Uh, so are, are we still high on the Kraken, Blake? We we think the Kraken are still going to steal this series, or you think the Stars are just that good where they might be able to pull out ahead? Kraken dead. All right. Dang. <clears throat> wow. Uh, yeah. 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 Did I hear yeah, that? Right? Um, yeah. Hang on. I'm, I'm giving up on them. Really? I'm, I'm, let me, I'm let me clean up on my ears for a second. I want to make sure I did hear that right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not quite giving <laughs> yeah. up on them yet, but. You're not? No, I'm not giving up on them. I think I still feel like they're going to win this series personally because here's, really? what, the, here's what the Kraken wow. have that no other team has. So every other team, so the way that you usually line up your, your four lines is you've got your star-studded line. You put you know, your Connor McDavid's and dry saddles together. Um, you, know, you, you have maybe a more defensive-heavy line. And, of course, you've got your specialty, your specialty lines, you know, your PK units and power, power play, play unit, uh, all that. But you, know, you, you kind of go down the line. Your, your two through four is basically all pretty similar, but your three and four isn't quite as star-studded as your one and two. Your two is like, man, you guys are really good. Keep on working. You might you might be able to swap up to, to line one. That's basically how you have it lined up. The Kraken just basically have a line two, a line two, a line two, and a line two. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is nobody on their, their squad that deserves to be a line four. And there's really nobody that you look at that you're just like, man, they deserve to be the, the greatest player of the no i mean they're not they're not those big big name stars uh you know and so you see you you look at at who they've got on their team and how they play they're all so good and their chemistry is just unlike anything else they're they're and their entire line their five on five is very similar not quite as good but very similar to that that oilers uh power play unit that i was talking about just the way that they circulate the net and and pass it around and the way that they attack 
you know, and it, it just seems like their stamina level, you know, if you, if you were watching it on a, on a video game where it you know, gradually goes down and you start to get fatigued, theirs just stays in the green the entire time. And they're constantly attacking. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they have some some bad luck and some bad bounces in that, that game four, but I, I still got a lot of faith in the crack and be able to make it out make it out in this series. It's Jeremy, real quick, it, it's it's two uh, two, right? Yeah, two yes. two. The series is two two. Okay. Yep. So uh Dallas has home ice, correct? I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, give me Dallas. Give me Dallas. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. It's a tight one, so I'm not, I'm not saying that the Kraken are going to steal it big time. Just I feel like their wins are much more powerful than Dallas's wins, and I think they're able to kind of squeeze it out. But here's the thing, though: like you get, like it. you mentioned, you got all these stellar lineups, like for the Seattle Kraken. Like, yeah, they're young, but like you gotta get these old guys like a lot of credit just because you think they can't hang with these young guys, but like. They they may not may be able to do as many moves as they they can or whatever the situation be, but like they're gonna break this down really fast, and then they're gonna capitalize on all these young guys, and they're gonna look at a lot of these young guys and say, "Give us some more time, there, bud. You got to keep it going." But I'm gonna I'm gonna go against the opposite. I think the Golden Knights are gonna slay the Kraken, and I think it's gonna be pretty good. All right. Yeah. I mean. I, uh, yeah. I mean. I think. Wow. Man, I mean that the the playoffs are so deep this year. It's just so difficult. I mean, I feel like everybody's bracket's got to be destroyed in that. But let's jump over to the other playoffs going on. We got NBA playoffs going on. I'm going to start off with the game that's going on right now uh, in the second quarter. Right now, we've got the Heat leading three one in the series against the Knicks. Like I said, I feel like the Heat just have something to prove right now, and they are just on a tear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like the Knicks don't really belong in the second round anyways yeah. uh, and the heat are playing like they belonged to be a, a six seed so i mean i'm i, I feel like the, the heat are going to be able to close it out tonight uh blake you think you think the knicks are going to be able to make this a little spicy and and push things yeah. maybe to onto another another game or you think it's ended right here in game five you might get you might get a game tonight but once it gets back to miami uh, i think you're done mm-hmm. um, and like and you know the Heat have surprised me with Hero breaking his yeah. hand and not being in there, but Jimmy Butler has not stopped. No, he and, 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 and Kyle Lowry uh, playing his part. Bam Adebayo yeah. needs to be, yep. uh, you know, praised for what he's doing. And I think the only game the Knicks won in this series so far is the one Jimmy Butler didn't play in. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. And and that was a yeah, tight, so that was tight close. <laughs> like the Heat yeah. had it and, and then and, lost and, it. I'm with you. I don't think the Knicks are really meant to be in this spot right now. Uh, Maybe next year. But uh, Miami has been shooting the ball really well. Their defense is on another level. I think the Miami Heat could possibly beat either the Sixers or the Celtics uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals and uh represent the east in the in the nba finals i like it i like it a lot i like that i mean i'm I'm picking philly right now but we'll see how the how game one goes in that next round uh you know because i feel like philly is going to pull out ahead um but we'll kind of see um but you know to to think about where the miami heat are right now tyler hero 
when they get past this round, it looks like he might be able to, to return and kind of add a, you know, a 20 yep. point score on, on their squad for the next, next series. Do you think the heat steal it tonight? Or you think they uh, maybe go on to a game six? I think the, the heat's just going to bring the heat and just steal it. Honestly, like I like everyone's it. mentioned, Jimmy, Jimmy buckets has been putting up unbelievable numbers and their transition game. has just been lights out. Like, Holy cow. Mm-hmm. Like it's one thing to see a great transition, but like just, consistently and just throughout the entire game it's just been truly unbelievable just to watch miami put on a clinic in my opinion i think miami's gonna gonna do it yeah i like it. i think i think they win tonight right now it's 43 45 knicks are up but it's okay. only second quarter not quite halftime yet still time let's go on to the other game tonight real quick we got lakers warriors lakers up three to one uh they play tonight uh, and it's going to be at golden state uh, golden state is kind of known to be a little better at home than they are on the road mm-hmm. uh so are they able to kind of push this one off on onto a, a game five blake or do you think uh your lakers that you're cheering on are gonna be able to steal it tonight man look this one's kind of difficult to me because i expect a clay thompson to come out on fire tonight because he gave you absolutely nothing yeah uh in in the last game uh but there has been so much talk about like Jordan Poole being trash. What is that Golden State locker room believing right now? Like there seems like they're really not playing together. You know, a lot of people want to talk about foul disparity and everything. Well, guess what? You want to know why you're not shooting free throws is because you're shooting 53s a game. All right. And I know, all right. Steph Curry is the greatest three-point shooter of all time. But, bro, some of the shots are like – and I know, Blake, I sit here, Blake, don't question it. He can hit it from the parking lot. But, bro, sometimes, like, tone it back a little bit. All right, for me, You're, it's, like, for me, it's not so much Steph. I think you let Steph cook, uh, and I think you let him keep on cooking out there because he's going to hit him. But for me, it's more like guys like Andrew Wiggins – you know, why are you shooting so many threes? And uh, Jordan Poole is, is a great three-point shooter, but step inside and hit that more likely shot and put yourself in a better situation and draw people away, away. from the three-point line and then take those threes rather than just yep. using it because you live by the three, die by the three. We learned that in little, you know, little leagues, basically. You know, so, I mean, just you don't go out there and, and, and shoot the three nonstop like you're saying. And, and, and the other night, they were killing AD in the pick and roll, pulling him away from the basket, exactly. uh, making him decide in the pick and roll like what he was going to do. And you just completely uh, – it's basically like they went away from it, man, and, and the game got tight. Uh, Lonnie Walker, what a pickup for the for the Lakers. He, he hit 15 points the other night all in the fourth quarter, uh, basically carrying LeBron and AD uh, and, and – Putting a putting a stranglehold on this series, man. But tonight, I know everybody is going with Golden State, and and I do think Golden State wins tonight. But I agree, something is sitting here telling me, like, hey, pump the brakes on this because I don't know where Golden State's at right now. Yeah, I I just they look off. Yeah, it doesn't look like. The, the, the team that we are used – yeah, it doesn't look like the team that we're used to seeing. So, yeah, it, I, man, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest you with you. You let AB and LeBron 
Yeah, you you were kind oh, of you, you were kind of uh, taking the Lakers pretty early on, uh, and even in the series, I thought you were kind of delusional. But I mean, they're 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 cooking. They're the real uh, deal. I, I think I think you were just about to say it, but AD and LeBron are, are cooking together too, which is is great for them. Guys, anytime LeBron James steps on a basketball court, watch out. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know that he says some things off the basketball court that I just uh, shake my head at, you know, but he is freaky, freaky talented with mm-hmm. the basketball in his hands. Uh, I saw a clip. I saw a clip of uh the Warriors, uh, they pin down uh, to Clay in that corner, and it's a it's a play that they run quite often. And uh, Draymond comes off the screen and he looks for Clay in the in the short corner, and LeBron called it out at the t- at the top. He was at the wing and he was at the top of the wing, and he told AD, "Hey, they're throwing the ball to Clay in the corner." All right. AD went over there to the corner. Draymond left his feet, didn't have anywhere to throw it. They turned the ball over. Like his IQ is on another level, man. And like he, you know, we can sit here and talk about goat status and all this. Like people are going to argue that up and down. But like let 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 MJ and LeBron both be great, man. Just let them both. You know, they're both goats. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, and we'll get to more. Uh, we've got two more games to touch on the NBA playoffs, but before we do, let's jump over to a, another sponsor of ours. Uh, I mean, I think it's got to be one of my favorites, uh, and I think I say that about just about every one of them, but I feel like they're all in a different category, but it's Bro Throw. Uh, we, we talked about it just a minute ago. You can find suckers on Bro Throw to bet against because sit here and, and think about it. If you're a sports fan, have you ever put any kind of wager on a game against your buddy? Uh, have you you, you like kind of competing with them or you do have that competitive nature um, you know just think about it too think about all that you end up paying if you're doing any kind of sports betting on a a sports book or anything like that think about how much extra you're paying to bet on that sports book mm-hmm. you know you're betting eleven dollars just to, to win ten and that kind of sucks but with bro throw you can go on there it's not a sports book so you bet $10 and you can win $10. You can adjust the lines however you feel uh, they need to be adjusted. Uh, you know, and, and just think about how much more you can win when you're not paying that sports book their share of the money. You know, and it's it's amazing how much bro throw has really drawn me into their their platform instead of using, you know, other other platforms, other sports books. It's so much more fun. It's not a sports book. It's a community. Not only that, but Brothrow lets you bet in all 50 states because Brothrow isn't the house. It's betters having a fair chance of winning. You know, it's betters betting against other sports betters. You know, it's the only sports betting platform that doesn't take a cut out of every bet. Uh, you know, so you don't have to deposit any kind of money if you don't win then you pay. But if you don't ever lose, you never pay a dime. So go over, check them out, brothrow.com slash rising2. That's the only way that you can join is by invitation right now. So go over, check them out, brothrow.com slash rising2. That's B-R-O-T-H-R-O-W.com slash R-I-S-I-N-G-T-O. 
Go check them out. It is it, it, absolutely my favorite way to bet on sports now. Uh, if you're betting the over, uh, you know the, the the over under. If you're gonna you're gonna bet the spread. If you're gonna bet the money line, those are the three ways you can bet on there. Of course, because you're betting against other people, you're not gonna do parlays and all that kind of stuff. But you can add those those bets up against each other, and you can bet. And like I said, you bet somebody, and you only pay if you lose. It's an amazing way to bet. My my favorite way to bet now. So go check them out. Brothrow.com slash rising to and you can sign up today for free, not not pay a dime, and bet against other sports bettors. It's an amazing community. We all love it. We think that you'll love it too. Not only that, but you'll also be joined into a little group with us and stuff too. So you can actually bet against us. I usually try to place a couple of bets uh, daily just so people can accept them. So go on there and check them out. You can bet against me, bet against Blake, Britton, or Jeremy. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun, guys. You can't uh, beat free. Yeah, I mean it's free. And like I said, you don't you don't pay a single dime unless you lose. So just go on there. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. I've I've been making some some bank on there, boys. Uh, you know, it's it's just like I said, you can find those suckers. What's funny is uh you know there was a guy I bet against. We were talking about this specific guy and of course i'm not going to call him out uh i I love betting against him because he likes putting putting all kinds of big wagers on games and stuff like that and he has fun with it um but you know i was teasing and said called him out and being a sucker and he must have heard me because he ended up you know instead of betting the the under on the kraken dallas game he ended up putting it vice versa and put the over and like oh he finally heard my advice stop putting the under on that game because that's ridiculous (laughs) but no it's it's an amazing platform i love using it but let's jump over We've got the Sixers, Celtics, Philly leads three to two in this series as they won just last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joel Embiid had an amazing game, 33.7 rebounds and four blocks. Ooh. So just some some crazy good stats there. Uh, and of course, Jason Tatum having a good game too, a double-double with 36 and 10, uh, you know, 10 rebounds. But the Sixers end up winning 115 to 103 and up pulling away with that game. And... They're leading three to two right now. Uh, who wins that series, Jeremy? You can't. It's hard to beat Joel Embiid down low. I mean, his height, his his aggressiveness to get to the get to the paint, and I mean. But on the other hand, also obviously Jason Tatum. Everyone's seen his shooting ability. It's unbelievable. And then what he's been able to put on the court, like you just mentioned, putting up a double double, and then having great numbers throughout the entire postseason, but. I'm gonna flip the script. I'm gonna go with the Celtics on it. You think the Celtics? I'm gonna flip. Pull away with two in a row. I'm oh. gonna. I'm gonna flip a script. Uh, All right, I like. I'm it. used to flipping scripts, but I'm really gonna flip a script this time. All right, and I may like come it. back and bite me, but I'm gonna stick with my gut and flip a script. I like it. Yeah, Blake, you think uh, you think the Celtics are able to win two in a row and and beat the Sixers and Joel Embiid with Harden going off the way he is, Tobias Harris and Maxi, all these guys kind of going off and stepping up and playing together. The bearded wonder can only be determined so well, long. It, it it's it's only it, it's only gonna come down to game six. I mean, only excuse me. It 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 will come down to game six, um, and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have to show up. Okay, mm-hmm. and and I can't I can't see Jalen Brown at the free throw line missing freebies, uh, two in a row and three out of four. Uh, look, you're the Boston Celtics. Okay, um, I don't care about Embiid and Harden. Right, you're supposed to represent uh, the East in the finals, in my opinion. Yep, uh, and you're just basically you know letting it slip away. 
you're not hitting shots. You look lackadaisical. Uh, you've, uh, you, you're not playing great defense at all. I mean, uh, the Philadelphia had open shooters all night long last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and every time you made it run, it felt like you gave up a three ball to Philly, and then you're letting out, you're out here letting Embiid step into threes and drain them and turn around and say, "Hey, Wild. I'm in Boston, and I'm taking yeah, I'm taking over your city." All right, mm-hmm. so you know, uh, it, it's all going to come down to Game Six. It's in Philadelphia, and it, it's hard if. If Boston wins game six, I like Boston, but I don't think Boston wins game six. No, I agree I with think you. Philadelphia wins game six. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm, I'm liking the way that the team's playing together, even without Joel Embiid in the game one, being able to pull, pull away, and James Harden stepping up in key moments. Like I said, they've got these maybe smaller names uh, out on the court that are just playing phenomenal and, and playing really good uh, team basketball and, and the other night I mean or I guess last night that was exactly how you how you need them to play because everybody stepped up uh, you know and everybody had a part in the game so that's how you got to do it I like the, the Sixers and Six as well um, game six with the Denver Nuggets and Suns you've got Denver leading three to two after the Suns were down 2-0 uh, Blake, do the Suns come back and and win this thing? Uh, do they win two in a row, or does the, does the Joker kind of take take this series in Game Six? Oh man, I'm so torn. It's um, in it's in Phoenix too. So it's yeah, Game Six is in Phoenix, but I don't think you beat. I think it's going back to Denver, but I don't think you beat. Denver in a game seven at Denver. Um, I think I think Jamal Murray and and Joker are are playing really well. Um, you have guys like KCP. Uh, he's playing really well. He's shooting it. He's his defense speaks for itself. It travels. Uh, and I just think, yeah, Michael Porter Jr. I mean, masterclass mm-hmm. last night. He played one of the best games in his career. Yeah, and. Uh, and uh, they even have uh, uh, Gordon. They got Gordon, man. Yeah, so yeah. like, I forget, I forget that he's this over. Is a, there. A, yeah. Dude, it slips my mind. Um, this roster is very well structured, and I'm wondering. The biggest key to me, guys, is I'm wondering if Chris Paul coming back is going to throw something off in Phoenix, and because he's old, he he's not himself anymore. Mm-hmm. He's basically a zero on defense. He's not going to play defense. Uh, he, he's going to keep the ball in his hands on offense. He's going to try to, uh, you know, move that offense. And and I just I think they're better without him. And I I know there was some talk about him possibly coming back for game six and seven, right? Yeah, I believe so. I believe for sure game seven, but I. I feel like I just saw something though that he might be out for game six. Really? So I it, mean, it if, it okay. Well, it needs to be because I think they're better without him on the yeah, court. I like it, and I know that's crazy to say because Britain, um, you know, he made that take about you know, uh, was Schroeder, or no? Yeah, it was it was Schroeder? No, he said that Schroeder. Yeah, yeah and and look. Dude's playing really well also in the playoffs. But I think you're getting a Chris Paul 
uh, that has just had better days, man. Yeah. And um, just washed up. Yeah, just washed up, man. And and honestly, I think after this, he just he needs to ride off into the sunset. Take your Olympic gold medals with Team USA. Uh, and you know, I hate it that he could never win a chip, man. I really do. But I like Denver, man. I, I someday you got. I'm gonna take up. the Suns. You do, and I'm gonna take the Suns in Game Six, but I'm gonna take Denver at home in Game Seven. I like it. How you how you feeling about the Nuggets, Suns? Blake just summed it up for me. I mean, I think the Joker's gonna lay the card down. The Joker's just gonna lay it, just lay it to him, and just knock it out of the park. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of leaning mm. Nuggets too. I mean, I think the Nuggets take it. I feel like they've been impressive. I think uh, Jokic has just been phenomenal this entire series, mm-hmm. uh, and of, of course he's been phenomenal all season long. But uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm kind of leaning a little different though. I think Game Six ends the series. I think I think they're wow. able to take it in Game wow. Six and just end the series, put them out of their misery. I but, like uh, that. That's let's bold. go. Let's go ahead and move on. I know we're kind of running short on time now, so let's hurry up and talk about Bronny going to USC. He makes his decision. He's going down to USC. We all kind of were leaning. I, I feel like everybody was kind of leaning that he would be going to Ohio State, uh, knowing how much his dad likes Ohio State. But he ends up choosing USC. I think that's a good market for him. NIL is going to be skyrocketed for him. Yeah. Um, but do we see Bronny maybe making it one year at USC and then going on to play with his dad? Uh, you know, what's your, what's your take on Bronny over at USC, Blake? He's going to get $5 million in NIL money. <laughs> he's going to play for a year and he's going to get drafted by the Lakers. I like it. I like it. That's, mm-hmm. that's your, your golden pick, huh? All right. Lottery yep. pick. You going with the same? Oh, hundred percent. I mean, LeBron's maybe maybe give his son a little crap for not going to Ohio State, but I mean, <laughs> outside of that, I mean, he's gonna stick to the one year, then play with his dad, then probably maybe even show up his dad at times. But I mean, you can never know. I mean, I know the saying you can never teach the old dog new tricks, but you can never know with these two. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy to think that that can be a scenario, uh, and I don't discredit it because that's kind of what. LeBron said is going to happen. He's going to get maybe drafted by someone else, but then immediately traded over to the Lakers. That's how it's going to work. You know, something's going to yeah. be in the works. Yeah. You know, or or LeBron just says, "All right, I'm out. I'm going over to wherever." You son know, goes. yeah. I don't know who would have a a lottery pick at that time, but that's where I'm going. You know, and it's just crazy to think that that's kind of how this could all work out. But I kind of wonder if maybe the money in NIL keeps him there for maybe just a little bit more than one year uh maybe maybe two years uh but yeah i I definitely see him he's a a great talent he was taught by the best that you could be taught by right now uh Mm -hmm. so i mean i'd be excited to see march madness yeah yeah i mean something to watch be a lot of fun but guys as fun as it is to talk about these these fun times and maybe money being being distributed in a legal fashion, we've got a little bit of a scandal going on recently. Uh, you know, if we back up a little bit, we've got Alabama's head coach Brad Bohannon uh, ends up getting fired because of some suspicious activity with with you know with uh, sports gambling uh, between him and someone there at LSU allegedly. Uh, we'll just say that, but I mean. Blake, I, I know I know you know quite a bit about this this uh, situation. Um, I, I guess let's bring up the other one that's kind of newer to the light too. We've got Iowa and Iowa State, a bunch of athletes from all kinds of uh, d- different sports too. Uh, you know, we, we've got I think three different sports because I think it was 
basketball. I, I I don't I don't want to say them because I forget what what sports it was, but I think wrestling was one of them. Um, so you've you've got yep. different you know across a bunch of different sports where a bunch of different athletes are apparently kind of caught and and I don't think any of these were any kind of anybody throwing a match or throwing a game but it was still sports betting which is against the rules um blake do we do we start to just allow sports betting for these these athletes or do we need to just start cracking down on it a little harder maybe pushing these punishments out there so that they get the message um nfl guys nba guys yeah you can sports bet all right you're 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 pretty much you know you're an adult and everything. Do we, uh, these do we college maybe, guys, man. Do we maybe make it to where maybe just no sports betting in your in your region. respective sport then? Yes, yes, uh, exactly, man. Uh, don't don't bet on your team to win or lose or anything like that or anything in your sport. All right, yeah, but if like an NFL that. guy wants to, if an NFL guy wants to bet on a major league baseball game, then then dang it, he should be able to do that. All right, yeah. But when you start getting down into the college ranks, guys, uh, this is where it gets really hairy because uh, you don't want a college kid getting a gambling addiction. No. All right? Uh, you don't Especially want college just kids. just got that brand-new NIL money. Yeah, man. And, like, you don't want a college kid throwing away – 200 300 400 dollars on a bet because then that turns into seven eight nine hundred dollars a thousand dollar bets and you don't want that addiction uh to a college kid i do not think college kids need to bet uh thank goodness in iowa and iowa state that no coaches were involved because let me tell you something all right there was a coach involved in tuscaloosa alabama and I said this on my podcast, the Up Tempo podcast. Uh, Brad Bohannon apparently was on the phone with somebody in the state of Ohio and was giving information to that person to place a bet on LSU money line that Friday night. Okay. Now, he scratched his starting pitcher from the lineup and throws a kid that hasn't pitched in almost two months kid didn't find out he was pitching in the game until an hour before it the game started okay he was giving this person placing the bet inside information and there has been security cameras picking up uh the guy the the casino or wherever uh at the time they were on the phone placing the bet. So obviously the University of Alabama wouldn't have fired him if there wasn't something there, right? Yeah, because yeah, definitely. the University of Alabama, you know, I mean, you can have basketball players in a murder case and, uh, you know, they're, they're just going to keep rolling, right? Wrong place, wrong uh, time. Literally. Yeah. Um, you know, no shade on that. Um, I'm a, I'm a diehard Auburn fan, but they have handled things in Tuscaloosa in the worst possible way this year. I mean, I don't know. Your your athletic director has to be held accountable uh, accountable at some point, right? Because this is just getting out of hand. Like, your coach, the, the thing that ticks me off, guys, is like, Brad Bohannon, not only are you 
making your university look like absolute trash. All right. You recruited these kids as high schoolers and you said, hey, come play for me at the University of Alabama. You told their parents that you would treat them like your own children. And then you're betting against them to lose baseball games. Come on, man. You should never be allowed to coach athletes ever again. You should never be allowed to coach high school athletics. Yeah, I totally agree with you, man. I mean, it's 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 sickening and and really bouncing is. over. I've got the the numbers in front of me here. So, uh, Iowa uh, announced that there was 26 athletes across five different sports that are suspected of wagering on on these sports, kind of violation of NCAA rules. Yep. Uh, and more than 100 people have been linked to the investigation in Iowa State, and I'll acknowledges that 15 of its athletes across three different sports uh, are suspected of these kind of gambling violations. I mean, just what what do we do as a punishment to make sure that this isn't happening, or how do we what what rules do we do we place to make sure that this isn't happening? Like, I know there's for sports betting. I know they obviously ask you for like locations for where you're mm -hmm. at in your region, but like I know there's only so much that they can do. But in my opinion, like you need to kind of crack down a little bit more in a depth, like. If, um, like, I know this is probably maybe getting, like, a little too in-depth, like, if you're a college athlete, if so, what sport do you play, or, like, little itty-bitty things, because, like you mentioned, Blake, what the heck are you doing? You're recruiting these people for trying to get them yep. to become professional athletes, and then you turn around, backstab them in the back, and in my opinion, yep. obviously... You play stupid – I go by, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes, and this is definitely a prize that – is really really stupid not only for all the individuals who have done it but especially like you just mentioned for the coach and then it's that's just not right it's 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 sickening in a way i shouldn't say in a way it just flat out is sickening yeah absolutely and i think mm -hmm. i think we're all kind of in agreement on that too i mean it's just it, it sucks that this is going on and and for, you know for the iowa situation like i said i don't think anything was really thrown or anything like that i don't think there was any kind of collusion yeah. with the games that i know of right now yeah. um but it, it's, it's still just you know if it's a rule let's let's keep those rules and if you want to be you know if you want to be treated like an, an like an adult when you get up into the, these you know college level uh, athletics and stuff you got to start acting like an adult and that's sometimes just knowing that those rules are set in place for a good reason and abiding by them 100 uh, yep. and if, if you don't want those coaches breaking you know you know you know kind of uh, uh maybe breaking a little bit of your own privacy to check up on you and see what you're doing and yeah. and maybe set more rules on you then then just be an adult stop ruining it for everybody else because you want to go and have fun and, and break those rules good help uh yeah and there's there's other ways to enjoy your time just be smart make the right decisions yep. but that's pretty much all we have for today i want to thank everybody for watching for listening if you're watching on youtube make sure to hit that subscribe button hit the notification bell so you know when we upload anything new and also stay tuned because we have a lot more we're going to be doing as far as content uh, and we're just going to keep on grinding keep on putting more content out there doing as much as we can um, because we're growing and it's a thanks to you guys uh, and another way to help us grow is if you're listening on apple Podcasts, spotify subscribe to the show uh, and if you if you aren't listening on apple Podcasts, spotify uh, wherever you listen to podcasts go over there and subscribe to the show anyways give us a five-star review and follow us on social media we've got the twitter instagram uh facebook and i think we're even going to be working a little bit on uh some of the tic tacs uh you know tic tac tic tac tic tac <laughs>
man. So, uh, you know, for, for you young people, you guys can jump on there, follow us, and we thank you so much for, for giving us all your support. And until next time.